and welcome back to the Project 99 podcast. It is December 12th, 2021. We are counting down the days to the end of 2021. <laughs> um, also, interesting fact I just realized the other day, because not long ago we went to uh, my niece's sixth birthday party, and I was curious as to what her generation is, because you are like a Gen X mm-hmm. and I'm Gen Y. And like, um, I don't know what they call Gen X people like nihilists i guess <laughs> but uh they call us millennials and i'm like well what is her generation like she's not a zoomer she's not a gen z like she's after gen z mm-hmm. so i looked it up and her generation is called Zero, alpha right? oh, generation alpha. alpha and i'm like how are they gonna make a nickname out of that like you can't really find a you know what i mean like they call us millennials and like try to like make it derogatory and zoomers or whatever i'm like how can you make a derogatory name out of alpha like you just can't I don't know. They'll think of something. They'll think of something. <laughs> I'll just call them Alfies. Alfie. I don't know. It was just funny because I always hear about Zoomers and I'm just like, wait a minute. There are like children that are in kindergarten right now, first grade, mm-hmm. that are not even Zoomers. They're mm-hmm. fucking after that. It was crazy. But we well, you know I always think about like generational things. Um, and I might have mentioned this last week when we were talking about the last living people that survived a, a something like the Holocaust. Once they pass away, it's like the last living witness to it, you know, and how it can be a danger to repeat itself. And so years ago, I was remodeling the first house I ever bought in Moundsville. It was 1997. And um, I found this letter in the wall. We tore out a wall, and there was a rat's nest inside the wall, and the rat had collected all these things, a silver spoon, a coin um, with King Edward's face on it, (laughs) strangely, Um, a harmonica. (laughs) It it was funny because- There's rats in the fucking walls playing the blues. Yeah, like (laughs) with a silver spoon, (laughs) like- he had a rich taste, you know, <laughs> coin with King Edward's face. A connoisseur of sorts. But he drug this letter into the nest, and his skeleton was right through the nest. It was cool. It was like an archaeological find or something. But um, Bro, Jerry had some free time on his fucking hands or something. Yeah. So I <laughs> saved the letter because I was like, this is like, you know, a time capsule. It's been in this rat nest. And so it was from 1908. And it was just, I mean, first of all, the level of literacy of an adult person in 1908 apparently was Pretty not bad. very good. Pretty bad. Um, and even my parents, they're, when they wrote letters from the army, they're very bad. Very <laughs> bad. Reading, writing, and arithmetic was all you fucking had to do, and you guys couldn't get that shit <laughs> Kids in like sixth grade are doing algebra now. But anyway, um, but, the, but I read the letter, and it was just a generic write-home letter about what's going on with Susie or whatever, you know what I mean? But the thing that fascinated me about it is I'm like, this was before the Titanic sunk. Damn, yeah, that's crazy. This Talk was about being before, in a different reality yes, than someone else. This was before World War One, And not to mention World War Two. So like things in our collective conscious, like Hitler and, you know, the Holocaust and, and, you know, Martin Luther King Jr. and all of these things that make up our recent uh, collective memory um, from either our memory or our parents' memory, you know, JFK being shot, like all of these things are kind of our living memory, right? None of that had happened. And you're like, okay, but like if you go back to the 1700s, like even more stuff hadn't happened. It's like, I know that, but that person was living on the cusp 
of so many massive things that were going to happen. Crazy enough, not only that, but that person was living in your fucking house. Right, yeah. (laughs) That you're living in. Yeah. That's but crazy. Like, I would walk through the cemetery sometimes and see like when a person was born and when they died. And I would think like how old they were, first of all. Um, and, you know, when you walk through cemeteries, old cemeteries in particular, there's so many baby graves. That's oh, so I know. Sad. It's awful. It's so awful. sad. Um, they, I you s- ever see that? I don't remember who wrote it. I'm pretty sure they don't know who wrote it. And it's uh, falsely attributed to um, some other famous poet. But it's like the saddest six-word story in history, and it's like free shoes. Or fr- it's like free for sale. For baby sale, shoes. yeah, baby shoes never, never worn. worn. Yeah, and I, I think about that all the time yeah. when I see little baby graves and shit. Yeah. I saw online too. Weird enough, I don't know why you think targeted advertising would make sure that you don't see weird shit like this. But maybe it's because I'm into like a lot of horror stuff. But it was a website for coffins, mm-hmm. and they've got like little baby ones. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, Jesus Christ! Like, I guess sometimes you forget that that's a reality of the world i mean we do we sanitize so much in our western culture we just sanitize it we don't acknowledge it we don't face it um we're cushioned from everything we don't show dead bodies on tv i mean unless they're foreign dead bodies yeah then we don't (laughs) we have less care about that but um but yeah like i i think about um like turn of the century people because we would think of somebody who was alive in 1908 as being in the 20th century right i mean they were part of the same century as us. But, like, I guess, like I said, there's so many important things that happened in the 20th century that that person was, let's say they were 20 years old in 1908, and they lived to be 80. They would have seen all of that stuff I just talked about. But at the time they wrote that letter, had no idea what the future was about that old. I know, crazy enough, uh, this guy that I used to work with who's got to be in his 80s, was telling me a story about um, because they were working on city lines, water lines. And he was telling me a story about when he was doing work on a water line and uh, almost died because this guy came running over to the edge of where they had dug down like eight feet or whatever to this line. And he was down in the hole and the dirt started caving in because the guy like ran over and was like disturbing the dirt. Mm-hmm. And, like, the dirt started falling in. And he's, like, freaking out because he's down in this hole. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're going to bury me alive down here. But the guy was freaking out because JFK had just been shot. Mm-hmm. And he was coming to tell him, like, oh, my God, the president's wow. been shot. And I'm like, wow, what the fuck? So, like, now every time you see a water line, like, that's what you think of is, like, mm-hmm. you remember where you were. Mm-hmm. And uh, But he, like, he always made the joke, like, all right, I get it. The president's dead. But, like, I'm going to be dead, too, if you don't back the fuck up. Like, <laughs> caving this dirt in. But I was like, that's crazy. I guess, like, I interact with this guy every day, and I don't realize that, like, mm-hmm. he has seen so much. But he's a pretty mm-hmm. humble dude. I feel like some of, I've interacted with some other elderly people that shocks me. And I'm like, how have you seen so much history and so much change, and you're still, like, so bitter or, like, have racist views? Or, like, right. how? How do you have that? But right. this, this guy's not like that. He's pretty, he's pretty right. chill and laid back. But, I, I um, remember listening to Noam Chomsky talk about um, when we dropped the bomb yeah on Hiroshima and how um you know he felt totally disconnected from the spirit of the country was you know they hit us in Pearl Harbor and you know we struck back America struck back and he just wandered off into the woods and was just beside himself with the reality it is I feel like as time goes on and the more things that people have to come to terms with um, we do become more calloused. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like people in my generation would be considered sociopaths to consider, you know, compared to what somebody in like in the 40s experiences emotionally like we always see that too how like women are depicted as really hysteric and i'm just like maybe they were because like look at the shit that they haven't had to like confront as reality like maybe something that minder did freak them out and you know traumatize them that bad right but i think the daily stress level of life back then i mean i think about that time every, every every time you know there's a sick baby around and you're just like your options are like you can go to the doctor, the hospital, you can go to the pharmacy, you can get medicine to treat a fever. You're not like up all night putting a wet towel in your baby's head hoping they, that their brain doesn't burn up from fever because there was nothing to give them. You know, I mean, just hearing a child scream and cry from, you know, a stomach ache that they can't, you can't comfort. Like there was nothing, I, I don't know. It's just like they had to deal with so much shit back then. Think about a toothache. Like, you get a toothache and it's pretty shitty, but, like, you can go to the dentist if it gets bad enough and get it fixed. And, like, well, back women then, too. going to the dentist was, like, worse than... <laughs> I think people uh, forget, you know, that it, women weren't even, in America, weren't even allowed to have, like, their own bank accounts until, like, the 70s. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Like, your mom probably wasn't allowed to have her own bank account that wasn't attached to her husband's name. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking crazy It to is me. crazy. It is very crazy. And I think when people go back and look at history, um, a lot of times they they have a tendency to want to look at it through the lens of um, hindsight, you know, with everything we know now. And And cancel culture does that a lot, too. We cancel a lot of old movies, and it's like... Like, um, blackface was, you know, I, I understand, like, now, like, it's not cool to do that. But, like, I guess people did it back in the day and like even people like in my family that were had black people live that were neighbors like they did it and it wasn't like a big culturally offensive fucking thing like we get it now that the minstrel shows were making fun of a, a stereotype of black people but like every ethnicity there were stereotypes of them and people you know what i'm saying like it wasn't all always this horrible hateful you know what i mean it's like we want to take a blackface and turn it into a lynching. And right, it's like, let's right. let's be clear. Like, there's different levels of... Yeah, I kind of... I mean, and that's kind of... That is kind of a extreme example, I guess, for me. But like you said, it, it's, it's hard not to view things with your bias of what you know is acceptable now. But I think of when I was a kid, probably all the way up until, like, sixth or seventh grade, everyone said gay. Like, when something bad would happen, be like, oh, man, that's gay. Mm-hmm. And it was just like... That was just a normal thing. And mm-hmm. then I specifically remember seeing a commercial. I think it was Hillary Duff on like maybe Disney Channel or something where she's like, you know, with her friend and her friend's like, that person's kind of gay. And she's like, I don't call things gay because that's insensitive. And like she like goes on like why you shouldn't call it. And I specifically remember that because then it became a thing that like you weren't allowed to say that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like it was offensive. Mm-hmm. And um, which is funny to me because like I said, I mean, I know a lot of gay people and like they also call things gay. Like (laughs) they were also like, oh yeah, that's gay. And like they said it anyway. So I'm like, it's just like a term. And while it is offensive and we should probably all try to like avoid using it. If someone slips up and says it, you know that they're just saying it because that's what society has made that term. Like, yeah, it's just kind of like when somebody says something, oh man, that's sick. But you don't literally mean that it's ill. Like it's just how people use it. But, um. Like my grandmother, when she would talk about people that she was friends with, were her neighbors on 17th Street, and they were African-American, black, whatever you want to say, they called them colored people. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's not. That was was just what they, 
that wasn't a hateful terminology. It was just, just, just they ignorant. were just colored yeah. people. Like that's just what they, the phrase that they use. Like they would talk to each other like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't have this attachment, the stigma attached to it. I just think it's because people, it one didn't, day people didn't to know that somebody, it was like And I said, you know, offensive. I said somebody was colored and they were like, looked at me and their eyeballs about fell out of their head. And I was like, oh, like, I mean, that was just, you know what I mean? Like, it, I would never say anything racist. That was just like a term that had been used by my grandmother many times. And it just happened to pop out of my mouth. Like, right. it, I just think people sometimes make too they're like looking for a reason to be offended. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And if someone does say something that offends you, like, it's fine to just be like, hey, you know, you probably didn't mean it, but like, could you not say that? Right. Yeah. And the person say, I'm sorry, I won't say that. Yeah, it's that simple. Like, it let's is that not simple. just, I don't know, there's just enough issues, but. I do that all the time. I mean, especially like playing Call of Duty, um, which I've explained to you that Call of Duty is like a toxic environment where <laughs> lots of racial slurs and, uh, slurs in general are used but typically i'm just in a party with people and i've some of my friends have you know especially um saying like the derogatory name for um like the gay community the the f word um not fuck but the other f word um and i'm like hey dude like just can you just not like i just really don't like when you use that word and they're like oh you're so sensitive and i'm like no i mean it's not really about being sensitive i just really don't like that word it's just about like you could say like yeah i mean you could say like literally anything else and I'm probably not going to care. But, like, I don't like the N-word and I don't like that word. Right. Like, I just don't. I just don't like it. So can you just not? And they, like, I mean, I guess whatever. I get labeled, like, oh, yeah, of course the woman in the group has got to make it. I'm like, whatever. Like, say what you got to say. But so like, let's go from I, racist to sexist. I'm not going to be the guy that, like, heard you say that and, <laughs> like, didn't call, didn't out call it, it out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're being kind of fucking ignorant. Like, yeah. say anything else, you douche. <laughs> but anyway, um. This is kind of a good topic for us to open in on because generational things. And we're going to be talking about the Mandela effect. And the one that I always think of is millennials specifically are all affected by this Mandela effect. Well, let's say what it is first. Because I hadn't really heard of it until someone talked. All right. So the Mandela effect named after Nelson Nelson Mandela. Mandela. I always say Mandela. It's Mandela. Like Nelson Mandela. It's named after him. Because a lot of people um, like apparently thought he died they have the belief they have all have this incorrect memory that nelson mandela died in prison Mm -hmm. and he did not but like people swear that he did Mm -hmm. like lots of people so the mandela effect is like when uh people misremember something and it's Mm -hmm. not just one person it's like a mass thing hysteria from what i understand (laughs) and millennials specifically have this mandela effect with uh sinbad the actor Mm mm-hmm and we all remember him being in a movie where he played a genie and it was called Shazam. Mm-hmm. And like, I've talked to different people about this and they're like, no, I remember. Like, they will tell you the whole plot of this movie. It didn't exist. It never existed. It's not a real thing. Never mm-hmm. fucking happened. There was a movie, I think it was with Shaq, called yeah. Kazam. Yeah. But Sinbad had nothing to do with it. And they're like, no, 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 I remember Kazam. This was a different movie with Sinbad. And I'm like, yeah, I remember that. No, that shit never happened. <laughs> but, like, you ask any millennial, like, hey, remember that movie with Sinbad where he was a genie? And they're like, Shazam, yeah. They will fucking tell you Shazam. Mm-hmm. Shit never existed. Mm-hmm. So, like. That's a pretty elaborate example of it, too. Oh, it's it's wild. It's yeah. wild. Like, that one specifically. I did it to Joe the other day because he asked me what we were going to be talking about on the podcast. So I was like, oh, we're going to talk about the mandela effect and uh i asked him about it 
And he was like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you fucking don't because it didn't exist. Like, <laughs> and I was like, also, did you know that like the Fruit of the Loom logo does not have a cornucopia in it? It's just a picture of a bunch of fruit. It doesn't have a cornucopia in yeah, it. Yeah, it's mind blowing to like. And Jovi's like, and you have to go check it. Yeah, he like, fi- he's like, no, it never did. And I'm like, you don't remember having? It? I'm like, yeah, I remember having it. And he's like, no, you're just fucking dumb. Like, <laughs> he's like, does does not want to believe it at all. Apparently, you have more for the loom stuff. He's like, people. Uh, he's like, this is why witnesses are the most unreliable thing to use in court because you can show like five people the same exact image. And be like, now what color shirt was the guy in the front wearing? Right, and they'll right, all right. tell you a different color. Like, right. people can't remember shit. Right. Or, like, if one person says, oh, he was wearing yellow, they'll all agree. Right. And think that they saw that, and they didn't. Right. And I'm like, I mean, he is right. Maybe maybe that's... Well, I mean, we're going to speculate on what we think causes it later. Yeah. But let's do a couple examples. Yeah. Um, there's also a video that's fascinating, too, where they... they you know, you're shown, you're shown a video, and you're asked to do a task while the video is in progress to notice certain things. And at the end of the video, you're asked a question, and most people have no idea what you're talking about. And then you roll the video back, and they watch it, and they can't believe that something so obvious was basically sleight of hand. They didn't see it because they were told to focus on the task. And that's kind of the same uh, thing in a way. Like your brain is distracted, and it fills in the gaps with other things. So, um, after Nelson Mandela, one of the most popular ones is the Berenstain Bears. Oh, yeah. This one always gets me. We had so, these, like, books and everything when I was a kid. It says, uh, numerous people distinctly remember the children's book spelled Berenstain, B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, with an E. However, the series has always been named the Berenstain, like stain on your shirt, Bears. So, um, yeah, that one blew my fucking mind. Yeah, that's weird. All right. What about like um, the peanut butter, right? Brand name peanut butter. Jif? Yeah. Is it Jif or is it Jiffy? Mm, I think it's Jif. Yeah, it's just Jif. Yeah. But this I one think didn't get Skippy me. might be why people think it's Jiffy. I don't know. We always, I, I, I Jif, that one didn't get me because I was like, yeah, yeah it's Jif. Like, okay, yeah, so that's that's one of those ones I would put in the category of, and like I said, we're going to discuss why we think this happens, but. Oh, okay, this is this one's a good example, too, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover my shirt up because this is a, I don't want to give it away. Looney Tunes? Mm-hmm. How is Tunes spelled? I would think it's two O's, T-O-O-N-E-S. T-U-N-E-S. It's a U, mm-hmm. like tunes, like singing. Yeah. Not like T-O-O, like cartoons. Cartoons, it's tunes, yeah. It's like would, singing. You would think it would be a pun on cartoons, yeah. So that's what I mean. Like sometimes your brain fills in a detail with something that makes more sense. Yeah, absolutely. Than what the common sense, I guess, is. Like it's lo- more logical. That's what I want to say. More logical than the random or the actual tunes. T u n e s is actually how it's spelled. You expect them to make that. Which I mean, entendre. maybe maybe it's tunes with a U because there was a lot of singing. Yeah, like, they were musical. So All of them were had you know. And crazy enough, yeah, classical music. Mm-hmm. That's what I was gonna say. My people. A couple of different times, people would come into work and I'd be listening to classical music, and they're like, "Ooh, so fancy!" And I'm like, "This is literally a playlist of songs from from fucking Bugs Bunny." Like, (laughs) do not talk to me about culture. Uh, I am white trash, yeah, and also an adult child. Like, we never would have been exposed to the Barber Seville (laughs) if it wasn't for whipped cream and fruit on top of Elmer Fudd's head, right? For sure. So, (laughs) um, so the next one I have is. 
Darth Vader says, um, it, most, most people think that when Luke is hanging, you know, over the precipice and he looks up and says, you killed my father, that Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your Luke, father. I am your father. But he just says, no, I am your father. Oh, he never okay. says his name, which is a very minor. Yeah. I've never seen Star Wars, so. But if somebody, like, really has that embedded in their brain, like, they'll be like, are you sure? But, like, it's such a, that one's such a small one. There was actually a case of this in my real life the other day. Joby and I watched Terminator on VHS because I have developed an addiction to buying old VHS tapes. And I got one of those old, like, tube TVs. I'm playing these VHS tapes. And my brother and I watched The Terminator because he's a huge fucking Terminator fan. He loves that movie. Me too. And uh, first of all, there's a titty scene in Terminator that I didn't know about because I never watched the movie. that It was on TV every time I watched it. So, like, that shit's cut out. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know that was in there. And my brother was like, me neither. Like, that's crazy. We're like, fist bump. Like, it was pretty funny. But um, he says something like, uh, come with me if you want to live. Mm-hmm. And, like, everybody always does it in the Arnold Schwarzenegger, but come with me if you want to live. Like, but he's not the one who says it. Yeah. Like, John Connor's John dad Connor's, is the one yeah. who said it. Mm-hmm. Like, and now, see, I would <laughs> know that just because I'm, I watch a movie. Right now, so but. many people, like, say it in the Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Right. And he never said that. Yeah. The other one from Star Wars was that C-3PO had a silver leg. I never knew I, that. I knew that. I did not know that. Star Wars was like. But again, yeah. yeah, I never watched Star Wars. So like if you told me that, I'd be like, oh, no, he's like the gold robot. Like I would never guess he had a silver yeah. leg. But So um, sex in the city is actually not sex in the city. It's sex and the city. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. I never said sex and the city. I no. always said sex in the city. Me too. Because you think all these four women are in the city and like there's sex in this. They're having sex in the city. Like that's what you think. I don't like, know what I never watched the show. About. Yeah. I just um, know it has that one lady in it that has like everybody says she looks like a horse. Yeah. That's all I know about that show. Um, okay. So life was like a box of chocolates from Forrest Gump. Most people think he says life is like a box of chocolates. Yeah. But he doesn't. He says life was like a box of chocolates. Oh, he says was. Was. Yeah. Oh, no. That's also, I've, I've heard that a million times. And yeah, okay. Okay, what's your next one? Um, Curious George, the monkey. Does mm-hmm. he have a tail or does he not have a tail? I think he has a tail. He does not have what? a tail. What? It was never there. He what? never had a tail. I knew that one too. I don't know why. What? Which like. Somebody edited the book. <laughs> he didn't have a tail. He never had a tail. Not Which, even a newer version or something? No, <laughs> no, he never had a tail. And you know why I think that is? Is because um, I think he's a chimp. I think Curious George isn't a monkey. I think he's a chimp. Hmm. Which would make sense because chimps don't have tails. Right. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Okay. Monopoly Man does or does not have a monocle. He does not have a monocle. He does not have a monocle. I think people get that confused because of the Pringle guy. Or the peanut guy. Or the peanut the guy. The peanut yeah, guy has a, a top hat. So that's what I'm saying. Like, some of this is cross-pollination of things in your memory that you, you know, see the peanut guy with the hat. You know what I mean? So you're just like, the monocle's got to go with the top hat. But, and plus, I don't know, like, you kind of think of a monocle, somebody that's really rich, and you know that he's, um, 
the Monopoly man's name is actually Rich Uncle Pennybags. I what? Did not, I did not know that. <laughs> but I did know that he is based on Morgan Stanley. I didn't know that. Yeah, if you look up a pic of Morgan Stanley, it's... Yeah. It's, okay, what it's about funny. this one? Um, the bologna. They make bologna and hot dogs and stuff. It's Oscar... Meyer. Yeah. O-S-C-A-R. My bologna has a first name. Yeah. It's O-S-C-A-R. Yeah. My bologna has a second name. And they say people always say M-E-Y-E-R. Yes. And it's M-A-Y-E-R. Yes, it is. It's A. It's A. <laughs> that got me. I'm like, no, there's a fucking song about it. I did not remember this wrong. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This one got me to the shoes, um, Skechers. Mm-hmm. If you had to spell Skechers, how would right, you spell it? I'd put it. There's no Most T in put it a tea because that's like a common but I'm English like, language yeah, rule. That that's not breaking. really a. You're remembering that's the logo sketchy. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a a phonics thing, I think. Right. Yeah. Um, so J C Penny. Speaking of phonics things, J C Penny is with a Y, E Y, or just a Y. It's E Y. Yes, it is E Y. Yeah, I knew that one. So it would be weird if it didn't have another. <laughs> yeah, I think that one would visually, like, if you saw it, you would be like, that doesn't look right. Okay, so this one is about uh, a Kellogg cereal. So I just want to take this moment to say, fuck Kellogg's. Okay. And uh, don't buy their shit because they are treating their employees like garbage fires. Wow. Um, yeah, they're like all anti-union shit. But anyway, Fruit Loops, spelled with two O's. Well, Fruit. yeah. O-O. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, I knew that. I didn't know that. I was a big fan of Fruit Loops, though, in my poor dieting days. Um, okay, so Sally Field. You know who Sally Field is? I don't. Okay, but you've probably seen her made fun of many, many times, even in your in, in your young years, as, you like me, you really like me, right, when she wins the Oscar. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's been made fun of, like, I don't know why, because to me it's not, like, really something you'd mock somebody for, just to say, like, you like me, you really like me. She said, um, you like me, you really okay you like me right now you like me oh that's totally different that is a very different statement that's severely different because that's like basically like you like me but tomorrow you may not like right like it's totally different than like that what's portrayed okay this one i feel like makes a lot of sense it's the flintstones Mm -hmm. is flint stones right yeah i mean flint it's like rock Right. That makes sense to me. Like, what did people think it People is? thought it was Flynn stones with no T. That's very weird. Right. Like, and I'm like, that doesn't that. make any sense at all. No. So I'm not in on that one either. Okay. Mandela, you've got some splaining to do. Ricky Ricardo never said that. What? Yeah. It says, for many I Love Lucy fans, quoting Ricky saying, Lucy, you've got some splaining to do is one of their favorite things about the show. You guessed it. Ricky never said that. He told Lucy to splain and and even uh, to start splaining multiple times on the show, but he never said the full phrase in all of its 181 episodes. Oh, my God. This one blew my mind. Okay, this one, and this should be my example whenever I use it on anybody because this blows my mind. Do you know what color chartreuse is? 
Chartreuse is like a. Oh wait a minute! Now you got me thinking. I want to say it's like a dark color of blue. <laughs> that was fucking totally left field. <laughs> or blue or burgundy. Most people think chartreuse is some type of magenta pink color. Yeah. It's a shade of green. Green. That's yeah. crazy. Chartreuse is a shade of green. That's some truth right there. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's weird. I'm surprised you didn't know because little Bob Ross fan that you are. Happy little trees and all that. Listen, I like to watch videos of Bob Ross, but mostly like when he does stupid shit, like take care of squirrels, because I'm a terrible painter. So Bob Ross just infuriates me. Mm-hmm. He's the most calming man in the universe. And I'm like, fuck you, Bob Ross. Mm-hmm. You do nothing but make me feel inferior. Yes. I can paint nothing. But the squirrels, on the other hand, I enjoy greatly. Yes. Um, okay, so as a child, it was always exciting getting drawn into Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, singing the opening sing-along song with lovable grandpa figure who was one of the best parts. However, there's a new twist to the song that we all thought we remembered so well. He doesn't sing It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Wait, what? He doesn't say It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. He says It's a Beautiful Day in This Neighborhood. What? And I mean, like, again, that's like a tiny, minute thing, but like, still, you're like, it doesn't even sound right. No, this neighborhood doesn't even sound right. Doesn't sound right at all. Doesn't sound right. I feel like I have to look this up to confirm it. I feel betrayed. (laughs) Okay, Kit Kat. Does it have a dash or not a dash? Uh, No dash. No dash. You're right about that. Okay, here's one I should have known, and I think if you quizzed me on it, I probably would have got it right because it's my favorite fucking movie and book. But it's interview with the vampire, not with a vampire. Okay. I don't know if I knew that or not. But I did know that, but it's like in common, like when you say it to somebody, if someone says, what's your view? Like interview with a vampire, with a vampire. Like you just, it flows out of your mouth better than interview with the vampire. True enough. It does flow better. So sorry, Anne Rice. I'm not trying to rewrite the title of your fucking book. I I loved it. She just died. But no. I don't think say Anne Rice that. just died. Don't Hold on. say that. Sam Smith actually tagged me in it. Our I think collective memory is going to forget that you just said that. <laughs> it's horrifying. Hold on. Oh, now God. I got to see if it's true. So terrible. Let me see here. New York Times. Yeah, it was legit. Anne oh, Rice yeah, dies so at 80 today. That's so tragic. Maybe she'll come today. back. Maybe she'll come back. December 12th. Yeah, that's so crazy. Today. Wow. R.I.P. How many people were in JFK's car when he was shot? Two in the back, two in the front. There were six people. What the fuck? Yep. How did he even, what? John F. Kennedy was shot in his motorcade, had six people in the car, not four. This is going to be pretty hard to explain to the people who clearly remember there were two people in the, there were two people in the very front of the car as being non-existent. The angle of the footage can probably account for the missing people in the limousine, but this will still be weird for the people who don't remember ever seeing them before. And another famously misquoted movie line, Hannibal, ne- Hannibal Lecter never greets Clarice by saying, Hello, Hello Clarice. Clarice. Yeah, never, never says that. it. Yeah. I knew that one. I, I just was reading and I went right through the JFK thing. But yeah, like I think that, you know, all of the focus and the reconstructions of the shooting Probably most people wouldn't have realized that um, 
Governor Conley was in there, except he got shot through the wrist, and it went through. The magic bullet supposedly went through him and into Kennedy. Remember the magic bullet and all mm-hmm. that? Yeah. So, like, in people that look at the conspiracy, like, they know he was he and his wife were there, but, like, the other two people were never talked about, and, like, they're saying in so the angle of the video, like, they're never seen, so. That makes sense. They're just wiped out, collective memory. So Okay, what about um, Freddie Mercury singing We Are the Champions? Yeah, that one I was kind of, like, suspect about because they're like, well, he does say of the world at one point in the song but just not not at the end yeah so i'm kind of like i don't know i feel like that one's that one's probably confusing because people sing that song you know like they play that in stadiums and stuff and whenever the song ends the crowd continues to sing of the world so people probably remember freddie mercury doing it even though he didn't right so that one i feel like is easily explained too so in Snow White, when the evil queen looks in the mirror, what does she say? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? Yep, wrong. That is what everybody (laughs) thinks she says. She says, um, magic mirror on the wall. Not mirror, mirror. But everybody says mirror, mirror on the wall. And I think it's because, again, it flows out of your mouth better. Like, we're all, I'm not saying we're all Shakespeare's here, but, like, when you have a cadence to a poem, you know what I'm saying? Magic mirror on the wall doesn't flow as good as mirror mirror on the wall. Like, it just sounds better. So, sorry, Disney. Guess you fucked that one up, too. So <laughs> You should have said mirror mirror on the wall. Oh, uh, Okay, so here's the one you were talking about. There was no genie movie in the 90s starring Sinbad. Sinbad, yeah. That one's the strangest thing I've ever heard. Weird enough, too, and I know I'll never find it again, but I was thinking about it. And maybe this is just a totally made up story because I did read it on Reddit. Yeah. But so I thought Shaq it was interesting. played a genie called, in, a in Kazam. Kazam. Yeah. But why would we all pull Sinbad out of nowhere? Sinbad looks nothing like Shaq. Nothing like I him. I know. That's kind of bizarre. And it's like such a massive phenomena amongst millennials that Sinbad actually did an April Fool's joke where he dressed up as a genie and like they made it seem like, you know what I mean? They, they recorded a little like trailer for the movie shazam to like troll people like haha you were actually right i mm. was in that movie and it's like no it's just oh, april fools like it's a joke God. because that he's like every time i fucking meet a millennial they say that and i was never in that movie like <laughs> poor sinbad famous most famous for a role he never played right yeah he's gonna be <laughs> bummed about that but i read this story on reddit and it was about this a bunch of people that supposedly remembered this town in arizona that never existed and they all like describe like the road like you dr- it reminds me of like pawpaw remember when we drove through pawpaw west virginia and there's like nothing in the town of pawpaw like you drive through it a minute they have like a gas station and a dollar general mm-hmm. that's it there's nothing else there that's how they describe this town like out in the middle of nowhere in the desert there's like a gas station and a truck stop like super old fucking nothing there maybe a payphone, and like mm-hmm. all these people remember this town and they like look at a map and it's just nowhere to be found doesn't exist mm-hmm. and i'm like i don't know if this is like a so wait what's the name of the town i can't i can't remember it i and i know i'll never find it again because like i said i read it on reddit but um the one girl even recalled that she stopped there for gas and called her mom from the payphone that was there mm-hmm. in like the 90s this is in the 90s and um told her mom and that was how they figured it out because her mom was like where did you say you were when you called me 
And she told her the name of the town. She's like, I can't find that on a map anywhere. And then they started looking for it. And that's how it was like discovered that like this town does not fucking exist. And I'm like, all right, hold up. <laughs> is this some aliens? Yeah, is it oh, that you know that's where I went? <laughs> like, is this Mandela effect? Uh-huh. Are these people doing like a fear and loathing? And they're all just like, like, when do they do sniffing ether? Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just <laughs> they don't know what the fuck. They're, or like, is this some alien shit? This could be some alien phenomena here. Or we are all living in the Matrix, and that was a fucking simulation. God damn, I knew you were gonna say that. Fucking simulation you, theory. That I was gonna say it that. just keeps coming back. Why does the simulation theory I don't theory know, but I had the longest deja vu like a week ago. And you and, thought you were in a simulation? And No, but you know, when you have deja vu, it's like usually like so quick and you're just like, wow, that was weird. This went on for like a full minute and a half to where I was talking and I was knowing that I had said what I was saying as I was saying it and it just wouldn't stop. Like it was just going on and on. And I was like, I, long enough that I had the conscious thought of you can stop this, you can say something different right now. Like as I was saying it, I was thinking you can change reality right now. Like it was the what longest the fuck? fucking deja vu ever. And I don't understand. Like it was, it was about nothing. Like usually deja vu is about nothing. Yeah. Right? But it was bizarre. Yeah, which they say that's caused by like doing something that you've done similarly before. Uh-huh. But yeah, I've definitely had deja vu that like was that. Weird of the dumbest that. shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I see somebody walk through a doorway and I'm like, oh my God, I like knew they were going to come through that doorway somehow. Mm-hmm. Like I just this deja vu. I knew that was going to happen. But um, yeah, fucking glitch in the matrix. Dude. The only time that I can think, anytime anybody says glitch in the matrix like that, like, oh, we're living in a simulation. I always think about this time. I don't remember how old I was. I lived at home. I was a kid, maybe like 11 or 12 years old. And our laundry was in the basement. And I was in my room playing on my computer or something. And I heard you call for me from Mm -hmm. the basement. Like you were downstairs doing laundry. And I was like, what? And you didn't answer. And I was like, mom, what? And you still didn't answer. So I got up and I walked to the bottom of the basement steps and I opened the door and I was like, mom. And you didn't answer. And I walked down there and you weren't fucking there. And I was like, what is going on? And I like ran outside and your fucking car wasn't even there. And I called you and I'm like, where are you? And you're like, I'm at work. I'm on my way to work. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> I was like so freaked out. I had to like call Drew. I'm like, Drew, I think I might be schizophrenic. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like 11 years old. Hallucinations I was right so now. freaked out. I'm like, what could possibly? I'm like, dude. I mean, again, I was like, I got to be like 11 or 12 years old because I'm like, do you think that like walls can hold sound or something? And it like, I like, I don't know. I was just trying to come up with any fucking rational explanation for how I could possibly hear you yelling for me. And it wasn't like for help or anything. It was just like, like you were going to be like yelling up to me. Like, do you have any laundry up there? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't anything distressing or scary. Mm-hmm. And I always think about it still to this day. Cause yeah. I'm just like, that was a fucking glitch in the matrix, dude. Yeah. I didn't just Very hear that shit. And I like never experienced anything like that again. Like, Sometimes I'm like, oh, did you hear that? Like, sound like maybe people walking by outside or like something stupid like that. But that was so fucking clear. I'm like, there is no way I hallucinated mm-hmm. that shit. Yeah, that's very strange. It's a glitch in the matrix. Okay, here's a glitch for you. Whiteout. Whiteout? How do you spell it on the bottle? White? Like the color white? Yeah, no. Oh, it's not spelled like? No, it's spelled wrong. What? W-I-T-E. What out. sense does that make, though? I mean, it doesn't because it's like if you made a mistake, you would have whited it out and fixed it. Like, why does it say white out? Oh, yeah. I feel like that's another one chalked up to that shit just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Someone trying to be funny. Mickey Mouse does not wear suspenders. He's just got two overly large buttons for no fucking reason. No, he wears suspenders. He doesn't doesn't wear suspenders? Show me a picture. 
You're fucking with me. What the fuck are those Just buttons two for? Buttons. Just to be sassy. What? <laughs> Just to be a sassy little. Did mouse. you know that one? Yeah. You I, knew he didn't have suspenders? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm, I've bought so many Mickey Mouse stuffies of all different, like the old ones, the new ones for kids. And did Steamboat Willie have over, that's, suspenders? That, that one you'd have to look up. Separately. All right, I'm gonna look it up look because you know what? Separately. I think Steamboat Willie does. You know who I'm talking about, right? Like the old yeah. black. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The old Mickey Mouse. Gandhi is actually spelled. No, Steamboat Willie does not have them nope. either. Oh my God! All right. Gandhi is actually spelled G A N D H I, not G H A N D I. Okay, could have got me. But I mean, that's a common mistake somebody could make. You know, even though he's very famous, it's like a foreign language. I cannot believe Mickey Mouse does not have suspenders. Ah, I've never heard that one. Smokey the Bear is actually just Smokey Bear. Yeah, I knew that. I went to fucking New Mexico where Smokey Bear is from. I went to his grave. I did the whole nine. Didn't know Smokey Bear. You know what's the scariest part about that was? We were driving like through what I would call the desert. I feel like it's a little misleading to call it the desert because whenever I thought about the desert, I was thinking like saguaro cactuses and stuff. And like driving all through New Mexico, I did not see a single saguaro cactus. Like there's cactus, but they're not saguaros. Must be like more of an Arizona thing. Hmm. But um, we're driving for hours and there is fucking nothing there is nothing it's just flat which Mm -hmm. freaked me out Mm -hmm. because it's like i live in west virginia you can't look like anywhere you look in the distance there are hills right 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 you can't see flat land and it's like you can be driving and it's so flat that your vision can't yeah your vision doesn't i'm like how can't why can't i see all the way like there's nothing like when you look at the ocean right it's fucking strange and that's weird too because like how old were you when you went there the first time to new mexico yes it was just a couple years ago in my 20s right so the first time i went to the beach i was like 27 never been to the beach and so as we were driving as we got closer it occurred to me that i had seen lots of beach photos right um, you see photos of the beach all the time, calendars everywhere, photos of the beach, people on the beach. And you see like, you know, town photos near the beach. But I was like, what, what does it look like right where the beach meets like the regular road? Like, what does that look like? Like, how do you, what's the transition there? And I realized <laughs> I, that that's never shown. Yeah. Like, they never show you that. Like hardly ever. Maybe if, maybe some brochure for like a hotel or a something. hotel or something, but like. It's really weird. Like you're you're on a sidewalk. I mean, at every beach is different, right? Because you get most of them. Yeah, have boardwalks and stuff. Yeah, like Virginia Beach has got like the brick, the nice manicured brick, and then there's stairs that go down. Right. To the, but like Myrtle Beach, especially when you go further south, there's like you know this grassy area that kind of keeps the sand, and then there's um, you know like a little picket fence, and then there's just like steps, and then the steps just disappear into the sand. And I was like fascinated by that like when i was that because i was so old by the time i ever went most kids go to the beach when they're like little at least one time and i never left the valley so i was just like wow that's crazy it's crazy so there's like grass and then a little bit less grass and then there's sand yeah but we're driving right in new mexico we're driving for fucking hours and there's just like nothing and now i like think back on it and i'm like it was probably only like an hour or two but it felt like hours okay let me ask you this because you're young and i was young when i went there 
what did you have in your trunk for survival? Because I didn't have <laughs> Well, I mean, I live in a time of cell phones where we yeah. might have been stranded on the side of the road for, what, an hour? And somebody would have came and got us. We had cell service through all of Oh, it. okay. Only in like one part when, actually, I think it was when we were near Taos and we were up in the mountains yeah. that we didn't have cell service. But no, we were driving out there all open and it, there was cell service still. There was very few spots where we totally lost. It may be like 45 minutes where yeah. we didn't have it at all. Yeah. But um, we had a case of water, but that's about it. Not anything more else. More than I had. That was about it. But um, yeah, so the only thing in, the, in all these hours is we did see a couple buildings. And I swear to God, they look like they were straight out of an Old West movie because mm-hmm. they're like falling down. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck put these here? Yeah. Like, how is this still here? And there was a shop on the side of the road, which was more like a driveway Mm -hmm. Uh, like a giant paved driveway with a little shack sitting in it and there's this guy sitting there in overalls with like i swear to god he had like one of the button flaps like undone like he just got like one overall (laughs) over swear to fucking god and there's like this mangy cat running around and this lady and i'm like she has an accent and i'm like you're clearly like not from here why are you out in the middle of the fucking desert and they were just selling rocks and shit like (laughs) you know like crystals and rocks and like a whole fucking like parking lot size of it but the most confusing part about it <laughs> was when I went in there and I picked up a piece of the turquoise and I'm like, yeah, we're in New Mexico. It's in a fucking box that's like sourced from Brazil. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? What is going on here? Like that shit made me feel like I was in a simulation because I'm like, I am driving in the middle of the fucking desert. There is nothing around. This fucking shop is on the side of the road. Who the fuck is doing business with you people? <laughs> You don't even have a mailbox or so far out here. And the only here. thing that makes sense is that they're there because they can source the rocks locally. <laughs> and it, they didn't. They fucking didn't. No. I was so confused. And then, okay, so the whole point of the story was <laughs> another hour after that, I feel like, there is yet another off-of-the-wall fucking little building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And we pull in there, and lo and behold, it is a Smokey the Bear museum. A wow. whole fucking museum. And then there's like a trail out back that you walk through and he's fucking buried there. And I'm like, where am I right now? <laughs> is this still Earth? What the fuck is happening here? So strange. Oh, yeah. But anyway, and I swear to God, if anybody's like, that shit doesn't exist, I will. I'm going to go <laughs> jump off the fucking suspension bridge. That shit was real. It happened. Yeah. So, but no, like, and you telling that story makes me think of when we were in, um, Paris and we met the lady (laughs) oh why because you can't remember how it actually happened and this is one of those crazy things but we 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 went to (laughs) we went to the Eiffel Tower and there was this lady there and we were talking to her because you know she looked like an American and believe me if you've ever traveled to Europe and you're an American you'll be able to spot you can spot that shit a mile away because we just have a slovenliness about you wonder how (laughs) Europeans look at us and they're like you're from America aren't you and we're like how did you know although most people didn't think we were from America but like seriously come on like you know not everybody goes to walmart in their sweatpants like around the world that's just not a thing but anyhow um so she's there the lady's there and and i was telling her that i was we were going to go to ireland in the course of our trip later in the later in the trip and that i had gotten an international driver's license because i was going to drive rent a car (laughs) and drive to cork and the lady starts telling me oh don't drive don't don't drive to cork now this lady told me she was from New Jersey okay so 
I'm guessing she probably did have a little bit of a Jersey accent. Okay. But the way that Duke remembers the story. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me tell you how the story went. Because she doesn't just not tell it right at all. <laughs> at all. And I'm going to have to try really hard to do the accent without laughing. This is our own Mandela effect happening right now. So roll up at the fucking Eiffel Tower, first of all. Um, they've got like fence up. And they've got like posters on the fence so that when you take pictures, it looks like the posters on the fence are pictures of people standing under the Eiffel Tower. So when you take pictures and shit, like you, you almost don't notice there's a fence there. That was super strange. That was a total side note, totally relevant to the story. So we, we roll up to the Eiffel Tower and there's this lady like sitting there on a fucking hover round, right? <laughs> she is clearly American, overweight, Peg Bundy hair, but it's blonde. Like, did this bitch come from the 80s? <laughs> she thought she was still in the 80s. She had, like, three-inch-long fingernails. And she's, like, scrolling through her phone. I'm pretty sure she had an American flag T-shirt on. <laughs> and my mom's telling her that we're renting a car because we're going to drive to Cork. And the lady, who is also smoking a cigarette with, like, a super long ash <laughs> on it, is like, Don't go to Cork. You'll never make it to Cork. This is how she sounds, right? <laughs> Because she's, like, got the fucking heavy smoker. But that is how she sounded, I swear to God. She tells the story. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, oh, no. Don't. You, you don't want to drive out. No, this lady was like, <laughs> you'll never make it. You'll never make it, honey. <laughs> don't make the drive. It's too long. She's fucking. <laughs> but, no, when Duke told the story, like, the lady sounded <laughs> British to me. Like, she was, like, making a British accent. No, she's like, a New Jersey accent and a smoker. You'll never lady. make it in a day. <laughs> don't go to Cork. You'll never make it in a day. It sounded like who was <laughs> who's the frog voice on the cartoon? Like it's a woman, but it's like a frog voice. There's a cartoon that has a woman. With I have no voice. fucking idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she tells the story wrong though, and you know what? Every like, single I don't person, remember a cigarette. Oh, she. I swear. I don't remember a hover around. I don't remember any of that shit. I thought she was sitting on on the edge of like a wall. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Two oh, completely God. separate counts. Yeah, we just don't remember the story. But you know what? Now. Everyone likes my version of it better, yeah. so... Your version's <laughs> funny, but I think, like, you just... It seemed to me, like, every time you told a story, you added something. <laughs> I just... Where I don't even know what the hell happened. <laughs> but, okay, so the men... Do you, do you remember the woman in the gorilla suit at the Eiffel Tower? Please tell me you remember this. Ah, oh, vaguely. There was a street performer in a gorilla suit, and she sat down and took her head off to smoke a cigarette. And I was just, like, shocked that it was a woman for some reason. I kind of vaguely remember that. But there was a lot of performance artists there. Yeah, there like, was. Wearing, the like, gorilla got me, though. I fucking came out of the train station and walked up on the Eiffel Tower, and there's a fucking gorilla. Like, I you don't forget was, that shit. I think, it was in, I think it was in Italy where we saw the lady that was dressed as Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that was yeah, in Italy. But anyways, yeah, so that's how your memory can get changed over time. And But the, the thing about the Mandela effect is it's a mass of people that remember something differently collectively like that's the difference like it's not just me remembering a different story than what juke remembers it's like a whole bunch of people who don't know each other somehow come up with a shared collective memory of something that didn't fucking happen and so how does that happen well i feel like as we saw in the examples a majority of them can be explained by logical explanation um not to sound like fucking dana skelly just now but uh <laughs> 
um you know like things being spelled incorrectly clearly white out people are gonna think it's the color white because it Mm -hmm. is white Mm -hmm. um and even the freddie mercury like of the world because he does say it Mm -hmm. at some point he Mm -hmm. just doesn't say it at the end Mm -hmm. so like you know people sing lyrics wrong all the time and they just do it over Mm -hmm. and over again um especially when you're singing it in a group setting like they do in stadiums and stuff like i said Mm -hmm. um and there's probably some there's probably some kind of peer pressure to where like if you were to say oh no like it's this way or whatever. Like, if three people remember it differently than you, you're just going to shut the fuck up probably. Yeah, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, you're But now right. people can Google shit. So they'd be like, no, 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 you're wrong. I fight this shit all the time with my brother. I actually had this fight with him the other day about how much coal is actually used in America to power <laughs> our electrical grid. And I'm like, bruh, that shit's like less than 30%. He's like, no, it isn't. It's like 70%. And I was like, you are smoking crack. Is crack what you're smoking? No, it's not. And he like fought me. He's like, look it up right fucking now because you are wrong. I looked that shit up. I was fucking right. He is out of his fucking gourd. No idea what he's he talking about. He likes to think that um, he likes to feel like West Virginia has like this secret weapon of power over the rest of the country. Like, if the shit hits the fan, West Virginia is the one that's got all the coal to keep the shit Yeah, because I was like, like, people are always like, coal miners keep the lights on. And I'm like, actually, they don't. But <laughs> only, like, 20% of the lights. So, sorry. Uh, and it would, but, you know, just, like, a, a lot of it is propaganda, too, um, why people remember things. So, like, for generations, people in Texas are going to believe that uh, the power grid went down because of windmills. Because their stupid-ass parents believe propaganda that's been put out by right-wing people. That okay, if you stop. That's and, a good point. I never thought about that. If you stop and think aspect. about it for a second, some and I've heard people espousing this ridiculous nonsense. How does a windmill cause the electricity to not work? How does it cause it to not work? And they'll be like, "Well, um, you know, it doesn't. It's not that." the windmills cause it not to work but like you can't rely on it okay but if you can't rely on it because it can only provide 10 percent of your your energy right yeah yeah can't 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 keep up it can't just can only do little shit okay so when the power went out and you guys were freezing your balls off for a fucking week or however long it was um when ted cruz went to kq on your ass um what what actually happened to the 90% of your power grid that fucking failed? Like, don't tell me about the 10% inefficient windmills that can't take up the slack when your other shit went down. Tell me how your other shit went down. Because the bottom line is, they didn't weatherproof their shit because they're cheap. They didn't want to spend the money to weatherproof their shit because it cost them a dime they didn't want to spend. So when they got some cold weather, which they thought just would never happen, the shit went down. <laughs> How are you going to blame that on fucking windmills? But you know what? Kids growing up in Tech Street now are going to grow up and be like, yeah, remember them fucking windmills until the time they took the power out? Like, what are you... T- it's like the uh, Southerners, <laughs> when they rewrote history about the Civil War. There's Being people- about states' rights? Yeah, I know. <laughs> The, yeah, the lost cause theory. <laughs> like, that shit was written into history books. Fucked up people for generations. I heard a guy one time saying that slavery was better for the slaves. They actually exp- espoused the idea that not all slave owners were cruel and it's been exaggerated and, like, a lot of slaves did better under slavery. Like, th- that's... 
But again, that's that is d- straight up due to propaganda. So you yeah. got to include that. But like the the things that don't make any sense, I think. Now we we could like the Sinbad thing is the craziest one I think because it is so specific, mm-hmm. and I promise you, find a millennial in your life and ask them if they remember Sinbad in any mm-hmm. movies. Like, hey, do you you know Sinbad? Like, can you remember any movies that he was in? And just see what they fucking come up with mm-hmm. because I I guarantee you mm-hmm. they will they will say it. They will say Shazam. Yeah. Um, so I think we pretty much ruled out that we believe that there's a collective unconscious that people share. However, I will say this, that an experiment was done where they took a group of people, they actually took a couple groups of people, um, and they would give them these made up words. They made up a foreign language and they gave them these flashcards and they let them study the flashcards for like 30 minutes. And they told them like, you know, this peach is baba lava and you know this is that and this is that so after letting them study the cards for 30 minutes they waited for a few minutes and then they asked them to say what the words were and the people made the people that made mistakes on the words the made up words made the mistakes in the same way so in other words if I told you that apple was Saluzapay, and then I ask you 30 minutes later what it was, and you said Supay. All the other people they asked would have made this mistake in the same exact way. So, in other words, the human brain, when it can't remember all the details, picks and chooses certain things and leaves other things out. And we don't know why it does that. Maybe because you know, certain things sound more appealing to our ear uh, than others. If you ask a lot of people, like, what do you think, like, the most beautiful language is? What do you think they're going to say? Um, I would say, like, maybe French. French. Or the maybe. language of love. Yeah. Or Italian. Maybe Italian. But you know why I think that? Why? Because of Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le Pew? Even though he was, like, super rapey. <laughs> I know we've discussed this already. <laughs> I just had to throw that in there, but no. It yeah, is the it language ha- of love. Oh, you remember the episode of of Dexter, where all the girls are like all impressed. Dexter's mm. laboratory mm. because he he speaks French, but all he can say is like "omelette du fromage," <laughs> and he like says it in their ear, all sexy. <laughs> "Omelette du fromage." <laughs> fromage is cheese, yeah, by the way. It's <laughs> cheese omelette. Like, what the fuck are you saying? Also, funny too. The Beatles have a song. You people, Michel Mabel, uh-huh. and he says, "Sont des mots qui vont très bien ensemble, très bien ensemble," mm-hmm. which is literally just like translate to "these are words that go together well." Mm-hmm. What the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> They're just talking about how the fucking French sounds. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that's why I would say French. But anyway, you were saying. Yeah, so I think that the human brain, in an attempt to remember things, there's some things that are easier to remember in a certain way than than they are in another way so that's why people will in language evolves that way so if you put a, a group of people together over time people will adopt something because culturally it feels more appropriate or you know for example like um and this is this is more than just sounds but 
when people say i feel you right that's like a relatively new i mean it's not new new but a relatively recent piece of slang but i think people use it because it conveys a very accurate expression so it's stuck around whereas other ones you know they come and go they're like a fad but some of them stay you know what i mean i can see that i can see that for sure now here's another thing on this same topic so there are these people that are trend predictors you ever hear of it no but what do they use like the same input as like algorithms or something sort of they're like human algorithms okay i can see that and they have this knack for figuring out what the next biggest trend is going to be for companies right they get paid a lot of money I feel bad for anyone holding that position right now because millennials and Zoomers are fucking impossible to predict. To predict. Well, that's what people think, but they they seem to have, and I think the way their mind probably operates is they look at things that are trendy right now and kind of the synthesis of two trendy things into the next trendy thing. That's how I'm guessing it kind of works. But like when I was in probably eighth grade, I rolled my pants up bottom like I'm really short I'm only 4'11 and we had hand-me-downs <laughs> so they were probably like my oh being poor is absolutely like a trend now uh, right it uh, becomes in and out of but trend. it was like in the 80s the the years of the credit card splurging and you know malls shopping malls and perms and wealthy people everywhere or people who were pretending to be wealthy because they had credit cards for the first time yeah we were poor and um so like I rolled my pants up at the bottom and I got mocked at school like literally just made fun of as like a dirtball kid with rolled up pants but then I didn't care because I mean I've never been one of those people that's like affected by peer pressure like or really I'm just like you think you're so smart because you can make fun of a pair of pants like wow you're just so unimpressive but um a couple years after that, people started rolling their fucking pants up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you bastards See, made uh, fun of me because I rolled my pants. And now it's a thing. I like, can't everybody's ever, rolling their pants up. I like, can't ever claim that because every time I'm like, I thought that I did that shit before it was cool. People are like, all right, you fucking hipster. Because that's what hipsters do. They claim they knew about things before they were cool. So I just get accused of being a hipster. But um, yeah, what the fuck? So like, I feel like I did that with so many things. Like, yeah, I thought that like, shit was cool way before. Right. So, like, in certain phrases. You ever said a phrase, like, that you think you invented, and then you hear other people say it, and you're like, wait, where did you, where did you hear, where did you learn that? I thought I invented that. Like, No, I use the type of language that people are like, why did you say that? I probably and said this because I heard somebody else say it. But years ago, I remember saying shit balls. Oh, yeah, you used to say that all the fucking time. And people would laugh, like, where the hell did you come up with, like, it was... I could tell it was like the people hadn't heard it before because they would be like bust out laughing yeah. like who would you just make that shit up? I remember And that. I'm not saying I made it up because I probably heard it from somebody but I'm, but then I'm saying like I thought well like everybody's just like nobody's heard this before and I'm glad people think it's funny but then like everybody was saying it and I'm like yeah. did it catch on that whoever was saying it before me like it just spread like wildfire and that everybody says it? The one that I picked up was uh, Sweet Tits. Never heard anybody say that except for my brother. And then I like upset it because he said it so much. Mm-hmm. And I heard someone say it. And I was like, 
you know my fucking brother like <laughs> never heard anybody say that for like a maybe it's not, in movies too yeah though. but like just talking about random shit mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's not like you see a woman and you're like sweet tits that would make sense but i'd be like yo jovi i brought home food and he'd be like sweet tits mm-hmm. like just fucking no reason says it and i'm like i never heard anybody say that but my <laughs> brother it makes no sense but no a lot of times i say words and people are like who fucking uses that word? And I, the one that I get it the most is wench. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I'm like, yeah, she was being kind of a fucking wench. And they're like, who says that word? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just, I mean, we some use of it, that word in our house. Right. And that's what I mean. Like, if you have a really, like, odd expression <clears throat> and you or say like it. Or like a trowfaz. Yeah. And then you I don't even somebody. know where that comes from, but we always refer to the dog as I think, trowfaz. I think, um the jetson's dog name was Ralph Oh, okay I mean, look sense. it up because i'm not sure i'll look it up but um yeah so you have to wonder like do, does humanity like all over the all over the country just is it in movies does someone see it in a movie like a, i don't know like where does it where do these expressions come from oh okay so the dog in the jetson's name was astro astro when the jetsons adopted him but before they adopted him he was owned by a guy and he he called him Trowfass. Who fucking knew that, though? I never knew that. I don't know, but we always called our dog Trowfass. Yeah. When she was fucking acting. It didn't matter what dog it was. It was just like a, it's like calling him a mutt. Yeah. Calling Trowfass. And like, I said that in front of somebody and they were like, what the fuck does that even mean? And I'm like, you know what? To be completely honest, I have no fucking yeah. idea. We just, it's just a word for or like dog. little terms of endearment. Like I call Layla turkey butt and I don't even know why I started calling her that. I call her bean. Just, well, I called her bean when she was a a baby because when i found out she was going to be born her mother said that she was in her about the size the the baby oh, was about the size, size of a bean, bean. that makes sense that makes and sense. i was like oh my little bean because i was so happy and so like i did call her bean for a while but um yeah i don't know why i just called her turkey butt one day randomly and then now i say it all the time like you're such a little turkey butt and somebody at work the other day said oh you're being a turkey butt and i was like what the like, that didn't make any sense. Come like, on now. Did I, did I say that? And that's then you a, heard me say that. That's a glitch or? in the matrix. <laughs> maybe I said it to you. Maybe I told you Layla was being such a turkey butt. And now it's stuck in your head. And now you're saying it back to me. Because you can't remember if you said it to that person before. So it's like really weird. But yeah, that's fucking strange. That doesn't even make sense for another adult to say that in a context that doesn't refer to a child. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Well, I think she might have been saying it to Sean because he was picking on her about something. Oh. She was like, quit being a turkey. Butt. The only other one that confused me, I know we got like off topic talking about weird language or whatever, but um, swag. Mm-hmm. People said swag for a while. I even saw people wearing t-shirts that just had big letters on it that said swag. Mm-hmm. And they meant it like uh, swagger, which is, I guess, like a term for like, um, I don't even know how you would describe it. Like. When you say someone's got swag, it's like they have style. Right, right. But whenever people say swag, I think of like pirate treasure. <laughs> like, isn't that what that means? Well, I think swag is, is short for swagger. If somebody has swagger, they have style. They have charisma. They have style and charisma together is like swagger. It's like almost also like a way they, um, you know, yeah, I guess charisma is a better word for it but swag yeah it's how you move on a situation but yeah people said swag and i was so fucking confused because i'm like that is a pirate term we are in pirate language now (laughs) (laughs) i was not fitting into that but that's swarthy isn't it i don't fucking know i just looked it up swag that's like a it's like a term for treasure 
Yeah. Are you trying to steal swag? swag? Yeah, means gold and riches in in pirate slang, mm. but it does not mean that in. Yo, like, wench, you're trying to steal me swag. Yeah, what the fuck? Am I a pirate? You were a pirate in former life. That's I mean, I did drink rum for several <laughs> years exclusively. Nothing but rum. <laughs> Captain Morgan was your friend. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm convinced now. I was a fucking pirate in past life. But anyway. Um, <laughs> so the Mandela effect is yeah. for real. And human beings do collectively remember things incorrectly. We believe it's because um, sometimes the it's due to um, history being written for us you know like the lost cause or like um, you know just people telling you something was a certain way slavery whatever but another reason is because um, sometimes something just sounds better a certain way like interview with a vampire sounds better than interview with the vampire even though that's has a different intention Um, and sometimes are like memes before memes there were like you know, little jokes in movies where, oh, you love me, you love me so much, or whatever. And so they'd make fun of things, and they'd make fun of them incorrectly, so people remember the joke more than they remember the original. Um, but I don't think we really believe that there's mostly, like, a collective unconscious that... Well, most explanations we for to. it talk about, like, psychological priming, um, which is, like, exposing someone to a stimulus that... Um, elicits a different thought out of them, like showing them grass but making them think lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say like psychological priming and then um, confabulation or just false memories. They mm-hmm. think that's like the main cause. Also, some people say also parallel universes, but there's really yeah. no no dead. You know, we what I mean? can't, you can't pin we it prove down. evidence of that, right? right. Like that's kind of just we can't prove it. There's so. No evidence of what causes any of it at all, but. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. That, I like talking about this. This is fun. I can't. I still fucking can't believe Mickey Mouse doesn't wear overalls. Yeah, I'm fucking you scarred. You mean suspenders? Oh yeah, suspenders. definitely doesn't wear overalls. <laughs> well, they could be if if he did have suspenders on, they could be mistaken. Wait, what for about overalls. Donald Duck? Does Donald Duck wear suspenders? Does Goofy? Donald Duck doesn't wear pants? What are you talking about? <laughs> he has. Does he wear a jacket? He wears a shirt. Yeah, with like I think a little scarf, and he's got like a little sailor hat. Which makes no sense. Yeah. But he doesn't wear pants. Dude, he's like a nudist. Yeah, he's like walking around the fucking pants on. That's pretty strange now that I think about it. That is kind of weird. Um, so I stick with the fucking Looney Tunes, man. Disney's got some <laughs> weird ass shit going on. Looney Tunes don't wear any clothes. Uh, Except for when he's cross-dressing. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole, nother, a whole nother subject. All right, well, that's all I had. you have anything else to add? Nope. We actually didn't go over too much today, but... All right, guys, we will see you next time. This is Juke signing off. And this is Mick signing off.